This week from Geek New, excuse me, this week from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewCentral.com. YouTube is taking steps to remove harmful content. Facebook may remove likes. TikTok is all in with the NFL. Plus another another foldable phone from Samsung. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week. And it's Saturday, September 7th, 2019. My name is Kirk Corliss and this is episode 37 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. If you are a new listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, and Stitcher. you have a comment, suggestion, want to say hi, be it on social media or email, and all the ways you can do so, be it Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, uh, that all can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. We're going to jump in from the tech news from this week and from geeknewscentral.com. And leading off this week from geeknewscentral.com, YouTube has posted information on its official blog about its plans for removing harmful content. It is part of YouTube's effort to live up to the responsibility while preserving the power of an open platform. The plan consists of four principles, remove content that violates YouTube's policy as quickly as possible, raise up authoritative voices when people are looking for breaking news and information, reward trusted eligible creators and artists, and reduce the spread of content that brushes right up against YouTube's policy line. Over the next several months, YouTube will provide more detail on the work they are doing to support these principles. The first focus is on to, quote, remove. They have been they have been removing harmful content since YouTube started, but accelerated in recent years. After reviewing a policy, YouTube may discover that fundamental changes aren't needed, but if the review uncovers areas that are confusing to the community, YouTube clarifies their existing guidelines. For example, YouTube provided more detail about when a, quote, challenge is too dangerous for YouTube. YouTube's hate speech update was launched in early June. YouTube says the profound impact of their hate speech policy is already evident. In April, they announced they're updating the harassment policy, including creator-on-creator harassment. Another thing YouTube is doing, in addition to human reviewers, is the use of machine learning technology to help detect help detect potentially volatile content. In addition, YouTube is is removing content that breaks its rules before that content is widely viewed or even viewed at all. More than 80% of auto-flagged videos are removed before they receive a single view in the second quarter of 2018. Also on geeknewscentral.com, Facebook has launched Facebook dating in the United States. And that's a loud card, loud car with a probably a loud muffler. Okay, moving on. And Facebook said in a statement on Friday, today we're la- quote today we're launching Facebook dating in the U.S. We're also giving people the ability to integrate their Instagram posts directly into their Facebook dating profile, and giving people the ability to add Instagram followers to their secret crush list in addition to Facebook friends. By the end of the year, we'll make it possible to add Facebook and Instagram stories to your dating profile too. Those who are interested can choose to opt into Facebook dating and create a dating profile that is separate from their main 
Facebook profile. You must be 18 years of age or older and have downloaded the most recent version of Facebook. It is possible to block or report anyone on Facebook dating and prohibit people from sending people's from sending photos, excuse me, links, payments, or videos and messages. If you are interested in someone, you can comment directly on their Facebook dating profile or tap on a like button to let them know. If you aren't interested in someone, you can pass on them. An engineer has discovered prototype code in Facebook's Android app, which suggests it might start it might test hiding the number of likes a post receives. Jane Menchung Wong found the code, which has not been activated. Instagram, which is also owned by also owned by Facebook, is conducting a similar test in seven countries, including Canada and Brazil, where only the account holder in the trial can see the number of likes they attract. Facebook declined to comment. Ms. Wong wrote a blog post about her discovery in which she emphasized that she does not work for a tech giant. She says, quote, it takes time to develop, observe, research, and release experimental features like this. Experimental features could come and go, but I am certain hiding the public like count, but I'm certain hiding the public like counts will be, will be beneficial to the digital well-being of a large chunk of users. Venture capitalist Ellen Powell tweeted that change, if it happens, is overdue. She said, quote, social platforms have known as early as 2014 that social media impacts mental health and only and and only now is Facebook starting to hide like starting to hide like counts. Instagram Excuse me. Instagram said it was not ready to share the results of the of its experiment. Mia Garlic, Facebook Australia and New and New Zealand director of policy, said in a statement when the uh, Instagram trial was announced, "quote We hope this test will remove. We hope this test will remove the pressure of how many likes a post will receive, so you can focus on sharing the focus on sharing the things you love." There is a full block of Google News this week and leading off this week, where next week more than half of the nation's attorney general, attorneys general are expected to announce an, an, antitrust, an antitrust investigation into Google. This is where the Washington, Washington Post reports and details on the investigation are limited. Both Democrats and Republicans have expressed concerns that just a handful of companies control the Internet and technology at large. Earlier this summer, a House antitrust subcommittee grilled executives from Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google. In May, Engadget learned that the Justice Department was considering an antitrust Google antitrust investigation into Google, and as far as back as 2013, Google agreed to a settlement following a FTC antitrust investigation antitrust investigation. The European Union has slapped Google with its own fines and violations. In a statement, Google spokesperson Jose Canestada said, quote, Google's services help people every day create more choice for consumers and support thousands of jobs and small businesses across the country. We continue to work constructively with regulators, including attorney generals, including including attorneys general, excuse me, in answering questions about our business and its dynamic and its dynamic technology sector. Google on Thursday said it wants to make it easier for people to find shows and movies on a search engine. If you type in a phrase like, quote, good show to watch, the Google app will let you open up a new feature to swipe left or right on show recommendations. If you find a show you like, you'll see information including a description and reviews. To use the feature, go to the 
quote, top picks for you carousel and tap the start button. The idea is to train Google algorithms. The next time you search, you ask the search engine to find you a good show, it could, it can give you a better match. Once you found a show to watch, Google will let you, Google will let you play the content from streaming services if you already have a subscription. That could include Amazon Prime Video, Netflix, HBO Go, or others. Android 10 is here. The next big Android update named Android Q started to roll out two device on Tuesday. Android 10 is arriving on Pixel phones first, even the three-year-old Pixel 1. And Google says it is, quote, working with a number of partners to launch or upgrade devices to Android 10 this year. Google has also introduced a new branding strategy for Android. So there's no cute uh, snack or dessert with this release. In 2019, it's just Android 10. Android 10 brings a number of changes to the world's most popular uh, mobile operating system, and I'll have a link in the show notes from the Tech Tips block on the 10 things on the new update. The National Football League is hyping up its 100th season with a TikTok partnership. On Tuesday, the NFL launched an official TikTok account with package highlights, package highlights, sideline moments, and behind-the-scenes footage. To get things started, as promoted a hashtag WeReadyChallenge, and earlier this week, the NFL asked fans to share videos about their favorite about their favorite teams with the hashtag. The short-form platform has been dominated by teens, but also it's popular globally, and the NFL is hoping to capitalize on that. Blake Stutchen, the NFL's VP of Digital Media Digital Media Digital media business development says, quote, partnering with TikTok is a natural extension of our media strategy. Coinciding with the start of the 2019-2020 season, Verizon announced that expanding that expanding its 5G network to include some of the country's biggest sporting venues with plans to add additional NFL stadiums as the season progresses. Some of the more notable stadiums where Verizon's 5G services available include Empower Field, Century Lake Field, uh, Sam, excuse me, Empower Field, Century Lake Field. Gillette Stadium and Lucas Oil Stadium, home of the Denver's home of the Denver Broncos, Seattle Seahawks, New England Patriots, and Indianapolis Colts, respectively. In Samsung Samsung news this week, they still have not shipped the Galaxy Fold, but it apparently has a follow-up in the pipeline. Bloomberg Bloomberg sources claim the tech firm is developing a phone with a 6.7-inch screen that folds into a square much like a classic clamshell phone. The company reportedly wants its device to be thinner and more affordable than the $1,980 fold. Loud music? It passed. Okay, let's start over. The company reportedly wants this device to be thinner and more affordable than the $1,980 fold and is said to be partnering with designer Tom Brown on a look that will appear to those interested in, quote, fashion, status, and luxury. The apparent leak provided a few a few information, a few details about the design. You could expect a Galaxy Note Galaxy Note 10 style hole punch selfie camera, as well as two cameras that face the rear, that face the rear when the phone is open. These sources believe Samsung is testing ultra thin glass for the inside folding display. The question is whether or not this clamshell phone will see the light of day. If you're looking for a mid-range phone from Samsung, there is the Galaxy A series. 
Uh, the Galaxy A50 will be available unlocked on September 20th directly from Samsung, Amazon, and Best Buy starting at $350. The $250 A20 and $180 A A10e will be available directly from from uh, from from Samsung on September 20th too. Samsung's first 5G phones have only been in the market since May, but the company has already sold 2 million of them, an executive said on Friday. That number should increase to 4 million by the end of by the end should increase by, to 4 million by the end of 2019, the executive predicted. Uh, June He June He Lee, senior vice president and head of Samsung's electronic technology strategy team, said during Qualcomm's keynote at the IFA Electronics Show in Berlin, quote, today more than two million consumers around the world can connect to 5G networks. Okay, sorry about that. That's a loud car buzzing by. Let's start over. Quote, uh, excuse me, June He Lee, Senior Vice President and Head of Samsung Electronic, Electronics Technology Strategy Team, who said during the Qualcomm's keynote at the EFA Electronics EFA Electronic Trade Show in Berlin, quote, today more than 2 million consumers around the world can connect to 5G networks using Samsung 5G smartphone. We expect that number to double by the end of the year. Yet another state has jumped has jumped aboard the opposition to T-Mobile and Sprint merging. Illinois has joined a lawsuit blocking the wireless carriers deal. This is uh, from uh, New York. New York, New York Attorney General Letitia, De Letitia James said on Tuesday, the state uh, the state's Attorney General are calling it an an quote anti-competitive mega merger. Illinois' addition means over half of the. Illinois, Illinois, Illinois addition means over half of the U.S. population is now representing the suit. The U.S. Justice Department approved T-Mobile's $26.5 billion bid to merge Sprint in July after the deal was okayed by the Federal Communication Commission in May. T-Mobile said previously that it wouldn't proceed with the closing of the deal until it settles the concerns of the state, state attorneys general. Illinois Attorney General uh, Kwame Raoul said that the merger would, quote, significantly decrease competition for mobile wireless te wireless telecommunication services. He also says, quote, with fewer companies competing, customers would face fewer choices, higher prices, less innovation, and lower quality service. The lawsuit, excuse me, the lawsuit includes the Attorney General of New York, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Nevada, Texas, Virginia, Wisconsin, Oregon, and District of Columbia. The Department of Justice is reportedly in talks with the states to gain their support. Both T-Mobile and Sprint didn't respond to CNET. Uh, didn't both T-Mobile and Sprint didn't respond to CNET for requests for comment. On Tuesday, Huawei accused the U.S. of carrying out cyber attacks. Cyber attacks, attempted entrapment, unlawful searches, and more. The company says the U.S. has, quote, been using every tool at its disposal, including, quote, unscrupulous means to disrupt the business operations of Huawei and its partners. The accusations, which were made without evidence, come one day after the U.S. and Poland signed an agreement to rigorously investigate 5G network equipment from foreign providers like, like Huawei. According to Excuse me. According to Huawei, the U.S. has instructed law enforcement to quote threaten, menace, coerce, entice, and incite current and former employee and current and former Huawei employees. 
Huawei says the U.S. has unlawfully searched, detained, and arrested Huawei staff, sent FBI agents to employee homes, dug up old civil cases that have been settled, and committed various other wrongdoings. An unnamed source told the Wall Street Journal that at least three employees from Huawei's U.S. office has been contacted by U.S. law enforcement agencies this year. But as the Wall Street Journal points out, it's not uncommon for FBI agents to visit current and foreign employees of a company that's under investigation. In addition to national security concerns, the U.S. is reportedly investigating new allegations of intellectual property theft. Huawei's accusations were made in a somewhat unrelated press release, which was meant to refute separate charges that Huawei, that Huawei committed patent infringement. Late last month, the Wall Street Journal reported that the U.S. Department of Justice probed Huawei over allegations that it stole intellectual property patented in the U.S. In its press release this week, Huawei said those allegations are false. Huawei um, writes, quote, We strongly condemn the malign, concerned effort by the U.S. government to discredit Huawei and its curb its leadership position in the industry. The company has repeatedly denied accusations made by the Trump administration, which has said that Huawei is at the mercy of Chinese government officials. Sports Hub The Score announced on Tuesday that it's launching a new betting app called The Score Bet. The app, available for both Android and iOS, will be the first mobile sports book operated by a media company in the United States. However, placing bets will only be available for, however, placing bets will only be available for sports fans located in New Jersey, where online sports gambling is now legal. According to the score, the new the new the score bet app will give gamblers the ability to place wagers on games before they start and partake in mid-game bets that became available that come that become available as the action unfolds. The app will integrate into the existing The Score services, allowing bettors to sync information on their favorite teams, league, and games from the flagship The Score app over to bet. Wagers will be tracked in real time and displayed in the standard The Score app, so gamblers can, 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 can keep track of all the action, whether they have money riding on it or not. Game, gamblers will be able to bet on NFL, NBA, ML, ML, MLB and NFL games, as well as soccer matches from the UEFA Champions League and Europa League, English Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga, League One, and MLS. NCAA football and basketball games will also be available. LG introduced a massive 88-inch 8K OLED TV. It's largest to date at CES in January. Now the TV is going on sale, offering a viewing experience that makes even the most feature-packed 4K set look outdated. LG's panel has 33 million pixels, which is 16 times as many as a 1080p TV and four times as many as a 4K TV, as well as HDMI 2.1, which lets users view 8K content at 60 frames per second. LG TV, LG's TV offers support for AirPlay, Apple AirPlay 2 and HomeKit, and in, quote, select markets, the TV will come with Google Assistant or Amazon A-L-E-X-A built-in. The TV will sell for a whopping $42,000 and will be rolling out internationally starting, in, starting now in Australia, Germany, France, the UK, and the U.S. 
On Monday, New York City filed a lawsuit against T-Mobile for thousands of customer violations. The suit alleges that Metro by T-Mobile engaged in illegal sale, taxi- sale tactics, such as selling used phones as new, signing customers up for expensive financing plans without consent, and charging, quote, made-up taxes and, quote, device device activation taxes. One example of these violations includes a woman who bought a phone from one of the Metro by T-Mobile stores in the Bronx. Later, she would learn the employee signed up for a costly lease program that will more than triple the cost of the phone. Instead, instead of paying $599 to, uh, to own the phone outright, she would be on the hook for paying $199, $199.21 per month for a total of two thousand one hundred ninety-one dollars and thirty cents, and still not even own, and still not even and still not even own the phone. The employee did not show Ms. Wagner the contract. It appears to have it. It appears to have e-signed it. E-signed it in her name. Sorry, this. Uh, Loud music coming from my from my window. The employee did not show Ms. Wagner contract where it appears to have e-signed it in her name and did not tell her that she'll be leasing the phone rather than buying outright. According to the complaint by the city, stores were also accused of, quote, illegal taxes, mystery fees, and fees for unwanted services. Some metro stores sell phones at a discount, but then add taxes on a much higher pre-discount figure, which is legal under state law. Metro also charged several customers undisclosed and illegal activation fees and for unwanted products and services like GPS navigation, extra lines, and hotspot capability. Used phones were also sold as new, which was discovered by customers when their new devices were covered in scratches or charging ports refused to work. Some were even informed by Apple that their phone had previously been activated. The lawsuit also found also found Metro's three-day guarantee to be, quote, wholly illusory, illusory and completely deceptive. This is because Metro's actual return policy only allows returns within seven days of in-store purchases. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. In the end, NYC, uh, New York City's Department of Consumer and Worker Protection has documented thousands of violations by 56 Metro by T-Mobile stores across all five boroughs. Speaking with CNET, a spokesperson for T-Mobile said, quote, what we are seeing what we are seeing alleged here is completely at odds with in, in, integrity of our team and the commitment and the commitment they have taking care of our customers every day. The spokesperson also added that T-Mobile is taking allegations, quote, very seriously. The National Transportation Safety Board cited both driver error and Tesla's autopilot autopilot design as the probable cause of a January 2018 crash in which a Model S slammed into a parked fire truck about 31 miles per hour. According to a report, the driver was distracted and did not see the fire truck, but NTSB says that the Tesla's autopilot was also at fault as its design, quote, permitted the driver to disengage from the driving task. The, report, the driver reportedly had autopilot engaged and was, qual- and was following closely behind a large SUV or truck. The lead vehicle changed lanes to move around a fire truck that was parked in the lane ahead. The Tesla driver claimed he was drinking coffee and eating a bagel and did not see the fire truck. When a lead vehicle changed lanes, the Model S accelerated about 0.49 seconds before the crash, the the vehicle detected a stationary object in a road. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
excuse me, the vehicle detected a stationary object in the road and displayed a warning, but it was too late. The vehicle's autopilot didn't detect driver apply steering wheel torque for the last three minutes and 41 seconds before the crash. And given the driver's admitted distractions, NTSB said that the driver was likely over-reliant on the vehicle's driver assistance system. According to Reuters, the Center for Auto Safety, a consumer watchdog group, said the NTSB report should prompt the National Highway Traffic Safety should prompt the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to, quote, do its job and recall the vehicles. A vehicle that enables the driver to not pay attention or fall asleep while accelerating in a parked fire truck is effective and dangerous. In a statement provided the Engadget, a Tesla a Tesla spokesperson said, quote, Tesla owners have driven billions of miles with autopilot engaged and data from our quarterly vehicle safety report indicates that drivers using autopilot remain safer than those operating without assistance. An estimated 600,000 GPS trackers for monitoring the location of kids, seniors, pets contain vulnerabilities that open users up to a host of creepy, creepy attacks researchers from security firm Avasa found. The $25 to $50 devices are small enough to wear on a necklace or stash in a pocket or cash cash dash car dash compartment. Many also include camera microphones that are marketed on Amazon and other online stores as inexpensive ways to help keep seniors, pets, and excuse me, to help keep kids, seniors, and pets safe. Ignoring the ethics of attacking, of attaching a spying device to people we love, there's another reason for skepticism. Vulnerabilities in the T8 mini GPS tracker locator and almost 30, 30 similar model brands from the same manufacturer Shenzhen i365 tech make users vulnerable to eavesdropping, spying, and spoofing attacks that falsely user that falsify users' true locations. Researchers at Avast Threat Labs found that ID numbers assigned to each device were based on, on its International Mobile Equipment Identity, or IMEI. Even worse, during manufacturing, devices were assigned precisely the same default password of 123456. The design allowed researchers to find more than 600,000 devices actively being used in the wild with that password. And if that wasn't bad enough, the devices transmitted all the data in plain text using commands that were easily that were easy to reverse engineer. In the tech tips block this week, again, I talked about earlier on the new Android 10 release and over on its blog on uh, Google's blog, excuse me, uh, there's... Um, there's ways where you can, uh, for your privacy and security features, that put you control. Find the right balance uh, for you and your family. Find the right balance with technology for you and your family. So I'll have the complete uh, top 10, 10 things to know about Android 10 in the show notes. Also in the show notes over on computerworld.com, 14 easy ways to cut back on data use in Android. Um, there's, the, there's a great, there's a diagnose, diagnose your data usage. Um, there's a battle unnecessary background, background trickles. Uh, step, stop the autoplay insanity. Um, there's a lot more, so I'll have a link up in the show notes that you can check out on that. And also in the show notes and over on CNET.com, I will link up in the show notes and we talked about the NFL earlier. Um, there's uh, the best ways to watch football live without cable. Um, there's a PlayStation View. Uh, if you have a budget uh, budget in for MMC fans, there's um, Sling Blue. 
um, budget alternatives were AMC fans, there's CBS All Access, uh, there's Thursday Night Football um, on uh, NFL NFL Network, Fox, and Amazon Prime. So I'll have that up in the show notes that you can check out as well. In the GNC WIR, what's trending over on Google Trends, trending last week at number one with 5 million searches for Hurricane Dorian. Trending on Twitter today at number one with 350, with 356,000 tweets. Patriots and what's trending over on YouTube at number 10 with 600,000 views and the video titled Antonio Brown released. And finally, if you are a New Yorker and you've been on a delayed four, five, or six train recently, you can probably blame Apple's AirPods for your recent transit woes. According to the Wall Street Journal, New York City commuters have lost so much, so many AirPods over the summer that the Metropolitan Transportation Authority, or MTA, is considering recording a new public service announcement aimed directly at AirPod owners. The potential PSA would ask commuters to refrain from taking their AirPods on or off when entering or exiting a train. The hope is that the PSA will reduce the number of times the MTA is forced to delay a train while its staff rescues one or more of its in-ear one of its one or more of the in-ear headphones. According to Stephen Douglinski, an MTA maintenance supervisor, AirPod-related rescues spiked in March when Apple released their second-generation AirPods, and they only become more of a frequent occurrence over the summer with the hot and humid weather. On one Thursday this past August, for instance, his team got 18 requests to retrieve lost items before noon. Of those 18 items, six were AirPods. So, word to the wise, hold on to those AirPods for an AirPod for an AirPod replacement. Uh, it costs $69. If it's a pair, it's $136. And that is the tech news for this week for Saturday, September 7th, 2019. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Show notes from this episode from the tech tip block and all these, all the information, all the news we talked talked about today can be found at gncweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com. If you have a comment, you have a thought, want to say hi, love to hear from you, be it social media or email, and that all can be found for Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, and Gmail at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. If you want to find out what I'm doing nowadays, please sure to follow me on Twitter. I am at Kirk Corliss, which is spelled K-I-R-K-C-O-R-L-E-S-S. So be sure to give me a follow. And I'll be back next week for another episode of the uh, GNC, the GNC Week in Review podcast. Till then, I will talk to you all soon.